Hello and welcome to Nuts and Megs. I'm Joe Ammerman. I'm Fernando Sevilla. I'm Ed Penson. And this is episode... We're back! 32. 32. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're back. Uh, After I, a month-long break? Yeah, I'm not going to say better than ever. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd say uh, we're maybe we're a little rusty, but I can't remember when we weren't. Anyway. <laughs> True. <coughs> 32, that's my age. Sick. Good for you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> 32 years young. <laughs> Uh, I think we discovered in one of our last pods, I mean, I'm 28, and I bring up the average age on any Prem team. Ouch. Yeah. That hurts real bad. Yeah, I'll be like the experienced player now. They usually you'd actually be the guy to be like, <laughs> can his skill maintain while there's not age <laughs> right. don't, they most, don't they mostly average like around 28? Isn't that what we found out? I think we found out like it's like a high of like 28 and a half. Oh, right. And a right, low right. of like 26, Two. 25. No, was it like 22, was it? Like I don't think there's any no. teams with an average age of 22. Uh, yeah, maybe not. Yeah, 26, 26, yeah. yeah, 22 is really yeah. young. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We're all children. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so how you guys doing? Good. Good. What have you guys been doing up to for well, the last month? Well, not so month? good because Real Madrid didn't do very good today. Yeah, oh. which makes me feel happy. I'm doing well. <laughs> I'm doing well. Manny won trophies this week. <laughs> well, And that made them the most... Uh, the most successful English competition team yeah uh well no just the english team with the most hardware right it's I not s- just english competition it's oh it's not just, no yeah. it, like it, it includes like english Euro- and european trophies oh interesting Boo- yeah. i think i think liverpool still has more european trophies but yeah right they do. Combined. Yeah, yeah. they do don't they have like five or something i think they liverpool? have five yeah, yeah. Uh, also, um, it was something like Zlatan has won more trophies than Chelsea has. <laughs> uh, God which damn is it, just fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's been a good day. Or a good week, so. Zlatan United is strong. Yeah, we can, we can just live on, uh, Zlatan quotes. God, he's so special <laughs> when he comes. Isn't that is special? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Do welcome. That's what he says. <laughs> yeah. After every encounter with well, like, uh, you've just you've just witnessed something <laughs> special. <laughs> Wasn't that special for you? I came. That's special. <laughs> okay. I feel like I feel like he's probably got a small penis. He's been overcompensating this whole time, <laughs> <laughs> and it only took us 150 seconds to talk about Sultan's penis. <laughs> Excellent. Yes. Good for us. That might be a new rusty. Nothing has changed. <laughs> <laughs> We're not rusty at all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Same level of crap before. <laughs> uh, but that would yeah. be a good like research project, <laughs> actually. Yeah. How big is Latan's penis? Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's either I feel like it's I think it's, it's better just it's to either conjecture. Or, you know what I mean? Like it has to be like one of the extremes. <laughs> like it can't be like a normal <laughs> penis, no. It's, it's either like incredibly small if it's or like, incredibly If it's like world tremendous. average, I'd be extremely What if it's like average? Yeah, exactly. Maybe it's just like average length, but like super thick. <laughs> <laughs> we call that a chode, buddy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I hope his I hope his pubes are like in some sort of arrangement. <laughs> Very coarse. <laughs> Matching his like facial hair. Uh-oh. Whatever. <laughs> a very a very tight bun. <laughs> 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 yeah, 
Yeah. Not giving people any better reasons to listen. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. <laughs> okay. As we said, this is Nuts and Megs, a little soccer podcast that the three of us like to put on uh, from time to time. Um, this week, we want to talk a little bit about uh, European soccer. We'll go into kind of our favorite teams in La Liga, the title race there. Uh, we'll talk about um, the Premier League. Uh, we can probably mention a little bit of what's going on in League Un, because um, yep. that's pretty interesting right now, a good title race. Right. Um, Champions League has happened since the last time we potted. Yep. Uh, big developments there. Um, we have some managerial changes across Europe. I think we're actually going to start, though, right here at home. Yes. Major League Soccer kicking it's off coming. in two Finally. days. We Finally. record this on March 1st, and uh, our very own... Uh, Minnesota United travel to Portland to kick off the season. Before we get into that, though, a little housekeeping. Um, please, if you're listening and you have even uh, a little bit of interest in hearing more, subscribe to us at any of your favorite uh, podcasting applications, whether that's you know uh, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes. Um, you know, s- subscribe and like, yeah. preferably like. Don't dislike. Why are you re- giving us a rating <laughs> if it's going to be zero? Give us five stars and comment, fuck Joe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, I promise I will send a handsome Abraham Henson to come reward you in any way you choose. And if you don't like it, he'll visit you anyway. <laughs> because you can send all of your complaints to... Uh, my email. That's abraham.henson at gmail.com. I will promptly forward them to Joe and... And we will give you a measured and uh, <laughs> respectful response. <laughs> we'll Said no one ever. <laughs> Once we do our research on Zlatan's penis, we'll send you a picture of that. <laughs> dick pics. Dick pic emoji. And not and not the good ones. <laughs> the ones where it's most, pic, mostly dick balls. Dick emoji. That's great. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's our podcast. Um, all right. Let's get into it. March 3rd. Uh, the Minnesota United, or as we call, like to call them, the loons. E pluribus. Yes, I, this is a great quote I heard today. E pluribus lunum. <laughs> means out of many loons. We yep. can finally be hometown fans in a professional soccer exactly. league. Yeah. So yeah, we already have tickets for the home opener. On we'll March, be there. March 12th. Against Which the I'm, I'm hoping. Bitches. I re- I'm really hoping that it's cold. Like, yeah, you know, lately, sure. le- le- because, like, I understand. Like we all, we're all over winter here. All we the wanted to be United boys are However, have rock that, hard nipples. However, that Sunday, that Sunday, I wanted to be cold. I want, I want Atlanta United to feel what it will be like to come here at the beginning of the season. Yeah, cold struggle. hell. All those yeah. poor Argentinian boys. <laughs> yeah, and Tata Martino. I want to see his nipples hard. Yeah, <laughs> you can take your talents and shove it. Welcome <laughs> to our ice cold fields. And yeah, uh, yeah. so they're. Or like at least like let's get some snow and play with the orange ball. <laughs> that would actually be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we'll start with Minnesota United because they're our home team, and of course we love them. Uh, we're coming off of a year in which we finished fifth in the NASL. Uh, we missed the NASL playoffs, kind of uh, deflating year, but I mean, well, it yeah, kind of makes sense, right? Like it doesn't take knowledge of the team to realize a team that knows it's gone the next year, right? It's not going to have the same level of motivation, right? And if you're like me, and like, you know, I didn't really know what was the pro- what the process was going to be like um, 
transitioning from the NASL to uh, MLS, and it was like a lot more drastic than I thought it would be. I thought they would kind of like, kind of build up from the team that was already there, kind of like you know get a couple of like new players and kind of reinforce the the lines or whatever. But like kind of like based on what they already had, and it kind of wasn't like that at all. I mean, like yeah, there are a couple of like there are a few players that stayed. But, like, most of the roster is new. Yeah, they really had to scrap a lot of them. Plus new coach. I mean, like, it, it's it's a completely different team. And this is not sort of the more, I don't know, refined uh, promotion process that European leagues have. No. This is not like you win your way out right. and you come in. This you, is your way up. Uh, a lot more like you're adding a brand new franchise exactly. to a league. Yeah. Um, so... We we have a uh, fortunately we do have a very established fan base. We have the Dark North and the yeah. uh, Dark Clouds. The Dark Clouds and the North Elite. I think are so. The two yeah. fan clubs. So um, yeah, there's going to be a lot of support playing at TCF Bank. Right. Um, I think they said I saw a figure they have thirty thousand tickets sold for this Holy game. Holy crap! That's amazing. Yeah. So it's going to be a rocking stadium for the first home opener. Mm-hmm. Um, really looking forward to to us being there. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be great. We got uh, pom-pom hats already. Nice. <laughs> All right, so that'll help with it if it's cold. Yeah. I think, I, well, I've, I've been looking at the forecast, and, like, I think, uh, like, the Friday of that weekend, it's, like, going to be, like, between, like, the lows, like, 20 in the 20s and the, the highs in the 40s. So, you know, mm-hmm. there's some chance that Sunday might be a little colder. We'll see cold compared to atlanta that's for sure exactly <laughs> yeah so it'll be good it'll be good so on uh i should mention expectations for the team this year are not the highest we don't have the same maybe buzz atlanta does so playoffs so obviously win the league <laughs> <laughs> um so in an, in an article that's sort of a compendium of uh the mlssoccer.com staff uh, they did a power rankings of the ML- right. of all 22 MLS teams. Uh, Minnesota United is 22nd of 22. Um, but basically, I mean, it is sort of an attitude. We're brand new. Yeah. There's nowhere to go but up. It's our first year. I think there's a bit of a grace period there, you know? Right. And I, th- you know what, what I like about that is that as a coach, you can use that. And I think yeah. uh, Adrian Heath is uh, really kind of like focusing on that. And like they've put together, even though like we don't have the big names, we don't have like, you know, besides we have really so- solid players. We have like, you know, Miguel Ramirez and Ibarra. They're the, Ramir- no, Christian Ramirez and Miguel Ibarra. Are, they're both like really good. And um, you might know them and as the Batman Costa- and Superman. Right, right. And uh, Molino is supposed to be really good. And uh-huh. there are a couple like uh, uh, promising like players that they've gotten in the last couple of weeks. They got this uh, fullback guy that, that is supposed to like make our defense stronger because that's I think that's what we're lacking. I think they they put together a team that is uh, kind of hard, hard to predict. So I understand mm-hmm. why they're giving those rankings. But at the same time, it's not a young team. It's kind of like one of the oldest. Uh, is it? The, did I mention it was the second oldest? Third oldest? Second. second oldest. Second team oldest MLS. team in the MLS. That could be a good thing for a team that is uh, playing its first season in the MLS. You know, you need experienced players to kind of handle this kind of situation. Players that have been around. Players that have the 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 the, the kind of like the uh, leadership to show the younger kids how how this is done and like and uh with an experienced coach as Heath that there's also kind of that advantage that 
um, he also knows that you know, like a, a a young team would would be you could be setting them up for failure in the yeah. first season. So I think like now we have a good combination of that. I think like uh, even though we're kind of like expected to do horribly, I think uh, I think it's uh, it's promising that like we might not do as bad as they think we will. Yeah, and uh, Adrian Heath to speak of him. Um he coached Orlando's debut a couple years ago uh, to a, about a 500 record. They were 12, 14, and 8. Um, they actually surpassed expectations. Uh, and then one thing I was reading today when I was kind of doing the little tiny bit of research we do for these podcasts, um, his teams are known for being very like up-tempo, uh, for being like uh, really like end-to-end. Yeah. Um, so if nothing else, it's going to be pretty exciting soccer. Um, we do have, like uh, you are saying, Fernando, like between Ibarra and Ramirez, we have like a team that's going to be capable of scoring some goals. I think so. Um, every, everything I've read says it's going to be defense that's sort of the question mark. Yeah. Um, but if we can, I don't know, if we can establish sort of like a steady back line and a goalie that's, you know, even like midway competent. Right. Um, you can win games with, as long as you're scoring goals, you can win games. Yeah. 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 Um, so that's going to be really, uh, really yeah. exciting to watch. And I've, I've heard like Calvo, who's I think from Costa Rica, used to play in Saprisa, and uh, Deminov is the other yeah. guy. That's another Vadim Demidov. Right, I think he's the captain for the team now. Um, so that kind of shows that maybe even though maybe our defense hasn't been uh, performing really well in the uh, preseason, I think that that's kind of like what you want to see in your team. You want to yeah. see leadership in the back. So the fact that he's already the captain and stuff like that, that's a good sign. So even though like maybe we haven't been performing really well um, defensively, I think that shows promise a promising future. Also, there's a little thing to be said, too, that no team will really know how to, like, they won't be able to watch tape on us or anything. Like Yeah. You know, we, we can, we can research the teams that we're going to play. They won't know absolutely. what to We could definitely get the jump on us. people. Kind Ava of out-coach him. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of on the coach. Yeah. Ava's kind of wondering, like, if you're starting a team and you have to put an emphasis on, like, one aspect of the game, like attack or defense or possession, like, I mean, for a young, not necessarily young, but for an inex- relatively inexperienced team, mm-hmm. like, what, I don't know, what's the what's the go-to there? Well, I mean, I guess it depends on the team that you've got. I mean, right, it depends on the yeah, roster you have. Yeah, I guess. And, uh, but, like, I think that what you do right now is kind of use the whole, like, um, it seems the expectations you use you you use them you know to your advantage. I so think I think smart. I think like probably the intelligent way to have done it would be to like build from the defense. But you're probably also kind of limited because you want to like if you're an expansion team, you don't want to come out with just like. And well, then you have no, you have nothing to lose, especially without relegation. Yeah, no, I, I, I say come out guns blazing. No, I will. That but well, that's that's what I was gonna say. Is like right. I think that probably like to win games. You're probably, I mean, I think you'd want to build from the defense, but also, I, like, if you're trying to build fan base in the U.S., you have to there, score. Be exciting. You have to score some there's fucking also goals. A little <laughs> bit of, there's also a little bit of shaping that's done because coming out of NASL, your big star is your forward, Christian Ramirez. Right. Um, and you can't really afford to let him go, if at all possible. Mm-hmm. And that sort of emphasizes a certain investment in your attack. Uh-huh. I did just read Christian Ramirez... Uh, no American forward has scored more more goals in a professional league over the last year than Christian Ramirez over the last three mm-hmm. seasons. Um, obviously, that's all in essentially Division Two uh, American soccer. But right in the American Championship, 
Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> but fuck it. He crushed that championship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we get, we we've got some good guys. Uh the other the uh, there's that other I think Costa Rican defender as well, Kevin Venegas. Supposed to be pretty good. I can't remember the guy's name, but uh Fernando, remember the defender that we had on loan that was like the only highlight of the game that you and me went to last year? Oh yeah. I wonder if we're gonna have that guy. Because I thought that guy was for sure our best yeah, player. Yeah, he was really good. I don't remember his name, though. I think we had him on loan from somewhere out west. Mm-hmm. But Do not remember. Yeah, but I, I Brent Coleman. Was it Coleman? I think it was Coleman. It might have been. Yeah, I think he's still I think he's still I think he's still playing. I think he's still in the in the roster maybe. But you know. Um I would point out that the the history for debut franchises in the MLS is not great. Right. Uh we will be the fifteenth uh franchise to the fifteenth expansion franchise. Um, there's only 22 teams in the... Uh, I thought there was more than... Is there only 22? Yeah, there's only 22 teams. For now. For now. it's going. They're going to keep yeah. expanding. They have I, like I think like the plan right now is like 28. Three. Yeah. Um, the first two, the Chicago Fire and the Miami, Miami Fusion, which came into the league in 1998, uh, they both did very well. Um, but since then, only one team has made the playoffs in the first year, and that was the Seattle Sounders in 2009. Wow. Um, you know, and obviously, like, it's hard to take the Chicago Fire and Miami Fusion as a good example because, like, it's a much more mature league than it was. Well, also, also, if they were twenty years, if ago. there were expansion teams that made the league, like, when there were ten teams, really, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's it's like your odds are a lot higher of making yeah. whatever playoffs right. are there at that point. The level of competition is just way higher. Right. The thing, the thing with um, this team, the potential is there. It's also like based on. Um, the fans, the, yeah. the 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 you know I think like the the fa- uh, it's gonna take a lot of people by surprise the 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 atmosphere that they're gonna get here, because like I mean um, whether it's like we've been we we went to like a uh, one of the N- like we we've been to the NS one uh, to an a- a- when the United played the N- in the NSL games and like you had like almost ten thousand people there. And like yeah. the fact that you had like ten thousand people there in a place like Blaine, where if you are not familiar with the Twin Cities, um, Blaine is like what like twenty plus. I think I mean it's north. It's, it's bigger than that, but it's plus. I think it's north of the cities. Right, but isn't it like twenty minutes north? Yeah, it's like twenty minutes north. Yeah, so it's twenty minutes north, but there's no no public transportation to get there, yeah. and it was just like uh uh. Like ten thousand people, and even the going to an and even N- the fields A- in Blaine S- are also like kind of way out in the f- like fucking edge of Blaine too. Also, right, right. also, don't you think our Ecuadorian population will make their voice heard? Also, yeah, all well, four absolutely. of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but that, that's but that's my that's my other thing. Like, no, people th- sometimes don't know like how um, diverse the community, the 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 the, the, the cities are. You know, yeah. the yeah. both Minneapolis and Saint Paul are very diverse. So I think it's going to bring a. A very interesting kind of like a uh, factor I mean, to. I the think that'll be a thing that actually. I mean, people that probably don't know anything, they'll assume that we're the no, we're all white Scandinavian guys. Right. But we do have a huge. Well, I mean, like, there are a lot of white Scandinavians. Oh, yeah, no, there's, there's a lot yeah, of white, yeah, yeah. but we do also have a big Mexican and Somali population that. Yeah. Will probably be interested in watching some soccer. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and a small but proud Ecuadorian population. Yeah. <laughs> actually, we have it's at not least as small one. as you think. <laughs> we have apparently, an, apparently, so okay. I've been told. This before I haven't I haven't tested it. And there, to be fair, I've only like met like four Ecuadorians <laughs> here. Uh, however, 
apparently it's like a big community in northeast it sounds like like el dorado like <laughs> I, I hear legends of a community of us thousands strong <laughs> there are dozens of us um yeah no right. i think i mean i think and like MSP, the Twin Cities area, is I think is a hugely underrated like sports fan population. It's not underrated we're, because we're it's the, ranked. We're the, we're the smallest. It's ranked the best. We're the small. Yeah, we're the for. we're the only like small market that has four major sports teams. Right now, and five. Now five. Yeah. <laughs> so I remember. I think last year I saw this ranking that Men's Fitness does uh, every year about like uh, best sports towns uh, in the U.S. Minneapolis was number one, or the Twin Cities was number one. Really? Yeah, it was number one because like it wasn't always the fact that we have all like you know major sports, but also the fact that fans are really really uh, loyal. Yeah, well, uh, we lose all the time, and we still go. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're so, like, goddamn right we do. We <laughs> lose yeah. all the time. Yeah, and like even like when I got here, like that was what kind of like got me really into the cities. Like it, it like it, the Twins are a horrible team for the most for the most part. <laughs> Yeah, I suppose you got here after. You still get like yeah after the glory days. after after the fir- <laughs> after the first year of the Target Field, which was our last good year. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway. I, I just looked up that list. We're number one. Uh, we have, uh, wow, uh, it had more than three million people in stadium attendance between our major four teams last that's year. That's amazing. That's more. That's more pro game attendance per capita than any city in the United exactly. States. Exactly, <laughs> and. That kind of blows my mind. I knew we were, I didn't think we were that good. <laughs> yeah, wow, that's really incredible. Yeah, it's amazing. And like going to games here, no matter the sport, it's like it really exciting. It doesn't surprise me really. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't I mean that doesn't mention how many fans uh, cry the loons <laughs> cry themselves to sleep oh, at night. God. <laughs> I was going to say they go to Loons games, they go to St. Paul Saints games, yeah. the, you know, there's a, there's a lot of other teams. And yeah, yeah, the Saints, they even, they're not even counting that. But at the end of the day, we all go home crying. <laughs> <laughs> at the end of every Except season. Except for the Saints, you yeah. go home laughing. We yeah. have remember more seasons year. that end in tears remember, than any other city in the world. Remember when we went to like the best bet that we you could take like to go to a, a final or like a team that most likely will be successful? We went to a Lynx game final. I did game not five. that. <laughs> oh, yeah, you were in there. Uh, I did. So, that but game we was did. rough for yeah. me. <laughs> Beyond us losing the game, <laughs> it was really rough for me. You lost for personal parties. reasons. <laughs> I won't share with you, but, but you know we. <laughs> I will. Let's get into it. <laughs> we went to a Minnesota Lynx game, and that was amazing. But they lost in the last second. <laughs> the championship game. That was terrible. Good. So anyway, but like it's still like the best. Seat, like the Fernando, maybe you should stop going one. to play games <laughs> in Minnesota. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, 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 yep. Only tragedy so you far. And me, you and me are bad luck, <laughs> I think. Yeah. <laughs> probably with probably with like wow. thousands of other people. <laughs> yeah, that would change with soccer. Yeah. Yes, it will. <laughs> yeah, so I All think right. that that whole thing like going back to what we were talking about like the the, the fans and the fan base and the community here. Uh that's going to bring the experience up and pe- and people are going to be taken by surprise by like uh uh, what is the the atmosphere here, and especially once we get like our own stadium and uh, stuff like that, it's gonna be. It's if gonna if be great. you're talking, this is a quick fact. Uh, since we were talking about attendance at Minnesota professional games, the Minnesota Timberwolves, that's our basketball team, hold the uh, record for attendance in a year. Seriously? Yeah, and it can never be beaten because. How's that possible? Because our first year in the league, we played at the Metrodome, which is our football oh. stadium. So you're rocking like <laughs> 50,000 people. Yeah. Yeah. We beat the record by like 
uh, ten thousand people per game, like <laughs> o- over like the like it was ten thousand more people than like the highest capacity nice. of any stadium <laughs> in like the NBA. <laughs> so like it can't it can't possibly be beat. We've had it since eighty nine. Our like inaugural like season, <laughs> we can't be topped. Yeah. <laughs> so we're like. That's I mean, incredible. for the foreseeable future, we'll have the record for attendance in a season. <laughs> That's great. Okay. All right. Well, that is our little segment on Minnesota United. Yeah. I so encourage everyone to tune in. First game on the 3rd, uh, what is it, 7.30? Friday, 8.30 p.m. 8.30 p.m., Fox Sports 1. One. Yeah. Tune in, support your beloved, beloved loons. Or uh, if yeah. you're not from Minnesota, just support a team that's making a debut. Or go fuck yourself. Debutant. Yeah, and I mean, there's always <laughs> the third option. Plus, nobody likes. Which just go fuck that. yourself with a ten foot pole. <laughs> Especially if you're from Atlanta. If yeah, and if you're rooting <laughs> for Portland, <laughs> and if you're rooting for Portland over us, then you're probably a hipster little bitch, and you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you deserve everything you get in that rainy shithole of a town. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> if you're from Portland, I don't apologize to you. <laughs> uh, okay, let's talk. What do we want to talk next? Um, we, this is how thoroughly we plan this out. Everything or anything but men's Man United. Okay, we'll save that for last. <laughs> let's go to let's go to EPL. Let's our yeah, let's go there. Let's our usual jump off point. All right, you guys are getting a live podcast. That's basically what we're doing. There is yes. no no rehearsal, no mulligans. Oh, this is I say this sometimes. We don't really plan this out, and we reserve the right to talk about whatever the fuck we want to, regardless yeah. of whatever I say at the beginning. Joe, you don't need to say that. We're obviously going to, like, they can't <laughs> stop us from talking about what That's we're going to talk about. <laughs> I'm just warning them 25 minutes into this pod. Yeah, so if you're listening to this, uh, shame on you. We don't care yeah. about what you think. These guys never pay attention to what I say in the first two minutes anyway. So if I promise you something and we don't deliver, it, you should really know better by now. Just um, we do care. We love you. I've made a lot of promises in my life, and they've always entered into you. Like, uh, <laughs> I'll wear a condom. Yeah. <laughs> I'll support your child. <laughs> I don't have chlamydia. I promise. I didn't cheat on you. <laughs> Those are their words, not mine. <laughs> they've been yours. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> These are quotes from me. <laughs> But, These are things he but, said to me. But, <laughs> but wait, I want to make sure the context is clear. I've only said all those things to the two of them. <laughs> and they've only been false when I've told them to them. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. You did get me pregnant. <laughs> okay. What? All right. All right. Let's talk EPL. It's been... Uh, Ah, shit. It's been a long month. Uh, there's a lot that's happened. Chelsea has continued Chelsea. to just sort of stay 10 points yeah. clear. Yeah, and the, um, but, like, it's been narrow in the past couple of weeks. They've, like, salvaged their points in the past couple of weeks, I feel like. Yeah, yeah I mean, but they're, sir- yeah. they're still getting it. I mean, yeah, <laughs> however, however you get it, you get it. They're doing what still. a champion does, which I guess is just... No, I mean, but, I mean, but it's promising, I mean, a little bit that they might hopefully right. drop points soon since they've been, like, I struggling. Guess. I don't see it. Yeah, I, I mean they might they might lose a game here and there. I don't really They're s- not losing the league. No, I know. I don't really see it either. I'm just saying yeah. like hope springs hope springs eternal, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The yeah. real the real interesting battle will be. I only for said it because my team's in second place, <laughs> ten points behind. Like <laughs> the real ba- battle will be for the Champions League. I mean that's where it's interesting between like you know Tottenham, Man City, Arsenal, Liverpool, and United. There's like five points separated. 
the and, second place. And one and of those teams place. is going to be completely shut out of Europe. My bet currently United. is on Liverpool. <laughs> but uh, Liverpool has definitely struggled in 2017. 2017 has not been kind to the Liverpudlians. Oh, and United has like a game in hand. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So does oh, Man City. Yeah, but Man City. So does oh, Arsenal. And it's Man, Man, yeah, United, Man, Man United's City. game yeah, in hand is Oof. against Man City. <laughs> Yeah, that, is, that is crucial. And Man City is yeah, looking pretty fucking. When down are they and, playing that? Do we know? Uh, it's I don't know. It's a ways down the line. I don't, is it even scheduled yet? I hope it's before. Uh, I hope it's before Gabriel Jesus comes back. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, he's been big. Um, I'll look up the the derby right now. But so anyway, it's been a while. A lot of a lot of shit has happened. Yeah. I guess we can start from the lower. But end. at the same time, nothing has happened. Should we start Chelsea's from? still the same. Should we start from the important storyline from the bottom of the league, which is Leicester sacking oh, Ranieri? Yeah. yeah, so we talked a little bit, or we alluded to managerial changes. Uh, one of the big ones is us, less than a season after kind of miraculously guiding a team to a league yeah. championship, Claudio Ranieri's out. After. And, and winning manager of the season, too. Yeah. Right. You know what's <laughs> funny? If he hadn't won the league last year and it just led him to like a 10th place victory mm-hmm. and they were in 15th at this time this year again, He'd probably still be there. That's so true. It's that he won the league, and suddenly, like Leicester thinks, like, and they're doing okay in the Champions competing. League. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're all still playing. So, but so all the reports were that he had lost the locker room, kind of like the. That's kind of the other thing, though. All these shits were nobodies yeah. before a year ago. Yeah, and now, now they're all there's like, a locker room. Yeah, drama? like what? as though Vardy's the you guy don't get that to, to like, <laughs> get people <laughs> sacked. Yeah. I don't know. And I. Don't they were cute. It was a great story and impossible not to love when they were sort of like this f- loving loving band of misfits, <laughs> like winning the league. Sort of like, how is this yeah. happening? They work so well together. They're so like they look like they're having so much fun. And there's but there's kind of like a, cute now. There's kind of a bitter irony too, where like he brought them to the top, and then like they they, they all had like suitors, you know, from big teams mm-hmm. that were like, and they were all like, no, which and they were cool. They were like showed their loyalty to Leicester, like. No, we're gonna see this out. We're playing Champions League with Leicester, yeah. and then they drop to the bottom of the table, and then they're like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they are. I mean, f- in fifteenth place, they're still only two points out of the relegation zone. So right. it's. Uh, I mean, and like definitely not they have safety. they have a couple of interesting weeks coming up because uh, that I mean you know they're playing Champions League and they play Sevilla and they lost the first game two to one though so they have their away game their away goal going for them. But, like, if they get eliminated from that, it's just, like, oof, I don't know. Yeah. Well, but now I feel like they've lost a lot of their fanship from firing Ranieri because the fans didn't want that, probably. I, I don't think any fans yeah. did. And and especially, you know, like, partial fans that, like, jumped on from knowing that there were the 5,000 to 1 and, like, uh, Leicester's, like, r- running the league and they're, you know, they're yeah. Yeah. huge underdogs. And now they're, like... Well, and, the, like... It was really, they were impossible not to like when, you know, Vardy's in the middle of an 11 game scoring streak. Yeah. At the same time, there's stories about how, like, he drinks three Red Bulls before <laughs> every game. You're like, these guys are awesome. And, <laughs> and Marez is playing amazing football. Um, yeah, what happened to him? I don't know. These guys are just not performing. Yeah. And so, like, okay, so you're suddenly not playing well and you're being dicks. Right. Nobody My theory that. is that they they went crazy partying after like the last season, 
got into drugs. The, the amount like, of cocaine Ma- yeah. skyrocketed. <laughs> yeah, yeah Marius is Marius is addicted to cocaine right now and just struggling with. Barty's like <laughs> running a dog fighting ring. <laughs> <laughs> like, these guys are all lunatics. Yeah. Barty's gonna get the way of Vic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, would that surprise anybody? No. Nope. <laughs> Running a yeah. cockfighting ring in a gypsy <laughs> boxing match. But so anyway, that's kind of. Uh, Yo, can I steal one of your beers? <laughs> uh, steal it? No, but I would happily gift one to you. Can I have one? <laughs> yeah. So basically, Joe is gonna thanks for Abe. Joe, I. I don't know. I'll pay it back. <laughs> I have no idea what our bets are at. I can't. Yeah, claim I you <laughs> yeah we. That's another disclaimer. Is we usually tell you about the bets. Won and lost over a, the right. course of a podcast, but, but we have no recollection of what our bets were <laughs> from the last time we bought it. So, <laughs> and of sorry, course, we weren't just going to go back and listen. No, no absolutely, that's not. preposterous. That's for you to do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you call us out. Email Abe. <laughs> I think I think Fernando and Joe both owe me like four beers, but bullshit. I think it's the other way around. <laughs> uh, no, that's bull- that's total baloney. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's jump from Lester up. Uh, we uh, to a team we wouldn't normally talk about sitting in seventh, but there's something I wanted to mention. Everton. Everton. The latest rumors have Everton uh, really sniffing around buying Wayne Rooney back from Manchester United after oh. ten years. That would be that would be a logical that'd be cool. move. Yeah, yeah, that'd, that'd be, be kind of cool. neat. I mean, at this point though, like it's not like returning. I mean, there are some players where it's like, oh, you made your name here, now you're returning home. Right. It's not so much for Rooney. No. I mean, he's. It doesn't matter if he goes back to Everton. He's a man He's a man guy, right. Um, but I think it will be a good move for him because he'll get a lot of playing time still. Yeah. He'll be like, you know, revered and everything instead of being like kind of like this bench player. Would he have anything United to offer? And making everyone uncomfortable. Would you what? Would he have anything to offer? I think so. I mean, he's... I, he's, think, so. I, th- I think he's good enough he's to always, still I don't think a, he's ever gotten enough credit for being the kind of guy that just like will not complain. Like... There were a couple years where there were all these rumors about him agitating for a move, but for the most part, like every time a manager has been like, "Hey, we need you to play center mid," he does it. We need you to play forward. He yeah. does it. We need yeah. you to play like, That's "Oh, true. like Ronaldo's our big star now. We need you to like step back and supply him with the ball." He does it. Like he's a team player, and I think if he went to a team like Everton, they, you know, he'd he'd do his job. They'd find a place to put him. And I uh, agree. Go well. Yeah, I agree. Definitely, he's still informed to be like a, a a decent player in the Premier League. He's just like. Not informed to be the guy that you know the United fans remember. Yeah, and I don't know. So and also like a move like will shake up his system a little bit, and he will want to prove that he's still good and like you know train harder, get in like really good shape, and and then kind of like show that like he's yeah. still. I just got some it. new new hair. I yeah. <laughs> <A> third <laughs> hair transplant. Yeah. I just like to see the whole kind of Rooney question gone from United. Like I think for most fans, it's largely settled. Like, yeah, he's a legend to be respected, but he's not like a first team. No. He's a legend to be respected, but you want to get rid of him? Is that what you're saying? Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's a legend, so you can't just tell him get the fuck out of here. Right. But uh, maybe if another team wants to buy him, you can be like, hey, you know, you can get some more playing time right. over there. You should probably <laughs> think about it. It's weird because like in other places, like you you see like for example in Barcelona, you see Iniesta kind of like taking the step back a little bit he's not yeah. like the guy that he used to be and he's kind of like happy a, to come off the bench huh and he's happy to come off the yeah bench. yeah yeah. and i think rooney's kind of the same way but like yeah. a lot of people a lot of people kind of like put a lot of 
rumors but, and but shit like, around but, the whole situation. That, but the thing like, that I maybe wonder, it's not even there, so yeah. maybe it's not even an issue. But and like it seems like Mourinho and Rooney have a great relationship. But the thing that I wonder though is that like Everton's already also got like a pretty strong squad, and would they also want him to come off the bench too? And like if he was moving to Everton, would he be happy to come off the bench for Everton? Or do you want well, starting? Yeah, I think they should probably just sell Lukaku to Man United. Yeah. Uh, it should be a straight up swap. Where would Lukaku? <laughs> where would Lukaku fit in? Who gives a shit? <laughs> we'd find we'd find a way. He's a better than Rooney. <laughs> but that would be, that but be a worse think, deal for Everton. That would be the a worse deal for Everton than uh, paying a hundred million for Paul Pogba. <laughs> oh, unnecessary. <laughs> but I don't think. But I feel like Lukaku to zing. Dude. <laughs> but I feel like United wouldn't have a place for Lukaku because, like, no, I don't we think wouldn't. I'm just he saying. But he wouldn't. Play, he wouldn't play with Ibra. Like that's no. that no. would not. Nobody be. can play with Ibra. What's the <laughs> Ibra p- plays by himself. Yeah. That's, <laughs> well, and they and they're, like they're similar, like big, strong, right, right. strikers. So like they won't. It's not like one's gonna like. Lay off good passes to the. I mean, Ibra can lay off good passes, but mm. I feel like that's not what Lukaku does. I mean, this they is a total. Uh, this is a conversation coming from an hypothetical yeah. that's never going to happen. Yeah, yeah it will never Lukaku's happen. Lukaku's also like, but I'm just saying, sneaky like, fast. I mean, like he he's he's good. Yeah, he's I, like one of those like powerful guys. I think like, that's a problem Mourinho would love to have. Uh, I mean, yeah. like. He loves those strong forwards. Yeah. Like, what do you Mourinho, do? Drogba Mourinho could have yeah. Mourinho could have had Lukaku a long time ago and didn't elect to have him. So <laughs> that's true. true. Very true. Fair. Yeah. So yeah, okay. So Chelsea. like going back to <laughs> <laughs> it was so, all a guerrilla campaign to sabotage <laughs> Chelsea. <laughs> and so it's clearly worked. Going back to like the Champions League spot fight because like basically the league is he was sabotaging Chelsea while winning the league with Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't say it worked. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna take, I'm not gonna bring Lukaku back because I'm sabotaging Chelsea, but I'm still gonna win the league with them. <laughs> anyway, uh, big week coming up for United because uh, United plays Bournemouth at home. So that's like three points you have to have. Exactly, especially because Liverpool is playing Arsenal, Tottenham is playing Everton, and uh, well, Chelsea doesn't really matter, but Chelsea plays in West Ham, so they're all playing like pretty tough teams. And well, uh, I don't know besides, if you can call West Ham a tough team at this point, but. That's true, but like, <laughs> but it, like Chelsea doesn't really matter. Like Chelsea right now, it's basically you know up there, and like nobody's gonna most likely nobody's gonna like yeah. catch up with Tottenham's them. So like you, your rivals, especially for them. United, especially for United, they're like, um, you know, now is the time to kind of like yeah. narrow that. Well, distance. and the thing is, somehow without losing a game in the league since November, we also haven't moved up a place in the table. We've just been sitting in six for like three straight months and just steadily grinding out ties and wins. Yeah. And now Liverpool's like really staggering around. We have a game in hand. Uh, so with this... Now's the opportunity. We have a chance to jump up. If, Ars- or if uh, Arsenal and Liverpool tie, yeah. uh, we'll jump up to being tied with Arsenal... Well, let's, just, mean, let's just, let's just but say you guys, that... But you guys have a way inferior goal differential. I believe. Yeah, I mean, Arsenal? it's 17 to 26 for Arsenal, so yeah. for sure. But but the thing is, it doesn't matter. Like, the, right now, with a game in hand, um, let's say, like, United wins against Bournemouth, and, like, there's a winner in the Arsenal-Liverpool, even, though, like, Bournemouth. even though the ideal yeah. scenario would be that they tie for United. If there's a winner, the other team is going down. Like, it's, it's going yeah. under if you win. Yeah, you and, there's, and then we're in the uh, playoff spot for the Champions right there. League. Exactly. Yeah, no, it would be very nice to see us when you look at the table to see us in the green at the top four. <laughs> like, Well, actually, if there's a winner, no, because 
but you'll still have oh, a game yeah, in hand. Yeah. Well, you'll Sorry, still have a game in hand. So uh, assuming that you win the game in hand, then yes, you could potentially be in the... Not necessarily. Arsenal has a game in hand as well. Oh, right, right, right. So, so depending on what happens. So we like, Liverpool so win. We actually want Liverpool to right. win. We jump into fifth. Well, if you, we win. you, you, you. I and think you we prefer have a game the tie. And against Liverpool. Right. You prefer the tie, but if someone yeah. wants to has to win, it, it's better if it's Liverpool for. Yeah. Is it? I thought it would be Arsenal. No, because Arsenal also has a game in hand against exactly. Liverpool. But you want to jump one of them, right? Well, we would. We will jump one of them regardless. If there's a winner, we'll jump one. You, of them. you will. The 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 thing but is, like, they could the they could potentially hand. they could potentially jump both of them. But here's the thing: if we win, we are going to jump somebody in the fifth. Right. Uh, it's just uh, yeah, but there's four spots for Champions League, right? Yeah, and even the fourth is a playoff. But no, not yeah. anymore. I thought I thought they changed it so that all four Prem teams were automatic Champions League. Oh, I think they changed no it playoff? the other way. I don't know. All I know is the fourth spot. I'm looking at the table. The top three are dark green. The fourth is bright or light green, and the fifth is gray. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So maybe it's still a playoff. Yeah. I thought that that was one of the rule changes that they made. Those at the top. Four leagues got four automatic spots in the Champs League. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I think maybe um, it was proposed, but I don't think it was confirmed. Um, well, somebody fact check us and let us know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, it's a it's a big week. It's it's really 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 important yeah. for United to win. Uh, it's really nice, Man United, as we said earlier, coming off. Um, we won the EFL Cup, the English Football League Cup. Mm-hmm. Uh, beat Southampton 2-0 in a game that was basically like. Uh, pretty sporadic performance from United, but a great performance from Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Uh, yeah. It and a great performance two. by Southampton. Yeah, they played well. They came back. They we have w- this guy like uh, that came from uh, Napoli? No. Uh, ah, I can't remember. From somewhere. The striker that scored a couple of goals. Isn't Amazing. that guy? Cara, Cara Vigi, no. Cara. Isn't, isn't that guy out of the Southampton youth development team again? No, no, no. He he just joined the team. Oh. So who's who do we move up to after that? Is it Arsenal or Liverpool? Well, uh, yeah. We've already talked about both of them a little bit, but not actually about them. So let's. I, I'd like to talk about Liverpool a little bit because they are really uh, struggling, coming off of a three-one loss to Leicester. Um, they're having a fucking horrible 2017 so far. Under Jurgen Klopp, um, there's talk about their their issues with central striking. Um, Sturridge is not having a great, great uh, couple months. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, the guy I was thinking about, Manolo Gabbiadini. Fucking uh, amazing game, really, really good striker. But anyway, continue. No, just Liverpool is um, is having a tough time of it. Um, now they're, you know, they're a point ahead of Man United, but they have an extra game played. Yep. And, um, you know, this is not the kind of freewheeling attacking team that people saw glimpses of in the first part of the season. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? I mean, it's definitely concerning, and there's no discernible reason why they should be struggling more than they were before. Right. Uh, they don't have a particularly uh, difficult schedule coming up after Arsenal. They play li- they'll play Burnley after that, and then also I think li- one of the weird things about Liverpool. Oh, they ha- then they have to play Man City. Ooh. 
So they in th- in the next three weeks they play Arsenal and Man City. Yeah, so that is that's, that's actually tight, like right? yeah, but, I take it back. I and think, then they and then they play Everton. But Woo-hoo. I think but I think of the top six teams. I remember reading at one point that they have the best record against the top six. Well, like they they yeah. get up for that those w- games. That was that's sort of the thing. and then they and then they suck against the. If they only played the other top six teams, they'd be winning the league. Yeah, <laughs> but they just cannot like. But Stop so, but so playing points. Arsenal and City might be Ooh. fine for them because they play well against the top teams. Yeah, their next month actually is terrible <laughs> in terms of. I mean, like in in terms of difficulty, they play. They have to play Arsenal, then Burnley, then City, and then Everton. <sighs> but they get up for those games. That's I mean, true. That's the, true. But those are the g- those are like the games that they've played their best in, and then they've so far, so far, yeah. yeah. Um, Arsenal has to play. Uh, so Arsenal plays Liverpool. Obviously. I think they beat. And then I think Arsenal has to play Leicester after that. They beat Tottenham since our last podcast, I think. Mm. And then West Brom, and then Man City. So Arsenal is also kind of like. Well, I know Man United has a pretty tough run in the rest of the year too. Well, I'm just like looking at the next four games to kind of like see what's like the next month gonna look month look gonna look like, and United plays Bournemouth. Um, then they'll play Southampton away. Then they'll play Ooh, I like, Middlesbrough. I like Southampton in the away game. Borough away, and then West Brom at home. Like actually, like if you United, compare that to I know United's close though. Liverpool. They they still have to play like Arsenal again, Chelsea again. So uh, eventually, but like the next yeah. month could be huge to kind of like get you back up to those Champions League spots. I was looking at Tottenham in the Prem. They play uh, Crystal... Oh, they play... Yeah, we uh, got an easy run. They play Everton next, then Crystal Palace, uh-huh. then Southampton, then Burnley, then Swansea, then Watford. Oh, <laughs> then uh, Burnmouth, then Leicester again, and then finally on April 30th, they play Arsenal. <laughs> but then it's... Uh, wow. Yeah. Then so Arsenal's the last game of the season for Tottenham? No, they close the season with April 30th, Arsenal, but then... They go West Ham, Man United, Hull. So mm. that's a that's a nice run in, buddy. Yeah, yeah. I know. Well, it, it it will be interesting by the time we get to the that like uh, United Tottenham game because it'll be the last couple of weeks and stuff like that. I'm sure things will be heated. I think Tottenham. I think I want to see a big bet in that game. Wow. Well, it'll be a, it'll <laughs> have to be an overseas bet, but I'll still make it. <laughs> All right. Yeah. yeah. I guess we haven't talked about that at all. No. I'm leaving the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Abe's gonna son of a bitch. He's going on sabbatical. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do some research. Yes, yes, <laughs> definitely. Jesus, I would like to point out: Man United plays Chelsea in the FA Cup on the 13th. We play Chelsea again on April 16th. In so, the what's Prem. the difference between the EFL and the FA Cup? Ah, uh, the EFL the, is like a bullshit competition. <laughs> <laughs> EFL's like just prem teams, right? Mm. No, I think that's and the FA Cups all like all teams in England. I think EFL is more than prem teams too, though. Maybe it's like championship and. See, this is what. We're <laughs> Let's not talk about that. We Why am I asking questions? <laughs> it's, it's silverware. Come on, don't ask me the tough shit. <laughs> anyway, it's a bullshit trophy that United happened to get. Who cares? <laughs> Shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> so uh, then we moved to Arsenal. We already talked about them. You yeah. know, they're 
study but not oh, doing great. yeah we'll see what we'll I see ha- how it goes i i saw someone had a really a player like a very prominent player and i can't remember who right now had a really oh it was michael owen um had a really backhanded compliment for arsenal uh-huh. he's like i don't understand why people insult arsenal they're the most consistent team in europe you're always going to finish third or fourth in the league, and you're always going to crash out of the Champions League in the 16th round. <laughs> round 16, like, That's great consistency. Just sort of this like, God damn, what an dude. Like, <laughs> that is a dig. <laughs> yeah, so that's all I have to say about Arsenal. Fuck them. All right, so then we move to City. Who's... Well, City lost Gabriel Jesus, and now... Um, but still seem to be firing on all cylinders somehow. Turns out Aguero's right. still pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they had like an amazing game on the Champions League. We can we can use that as a segue to go into the Champions League. Wait, we got to uh, get to Tottenham before you... Nah, nah, I'm yeah, nobody cares about Tottenham. <laughs> well, hey, no, but there's actually some... You know, there's some fucking bad shit that happened to <laughs> Tottenham, too. They struggled against uh, G.A.A. Kent or... I mean, they they lost out of the Europe, Europa League to Ghent. They're out. Yeah, they're out. Oh shit! I didn't <laughs> know that. Yeah, uh, but you didn't. Well, because Deli Ali got like a fucking ridiculous. I mean, like ridiculous on his part. Red card. He just oh, deserved know. it. And then yeah. they played with ten I minutes. Mean, so they tied. They tied two two in the home leg, and they had lost one zero. Manchester United is the only team in Europe still in, or the only team in England still in every competition they started in. Well, <laughs> at the same time, fuck you. <laughs> it's limited. Suck a dick. Oh no, but so Deli Ali got like a red card that was super dumb on his part. Which, since who cares about the Europa League? I'm kind of glad because I hope that scares some of the other teams away from <laughs> trying to sign him. True. Uh, and then I hope it doesn't. I hope it means they buy him for less. <laughs> and then they came back with fury and destroyed Stoke four zero. Harry Kane with a hat trick, and then he had an assist for Deli Ali's goal, <laughs> uh, yeah. which Mighty put stuff. him atop, tied atop the. There was one of the goals was really lucky, wasn't it? Kane that like uh, the free kick that like, just got deviated. It was yeah, it was a deflection. Deflection, yeah. But it was uh, but it was kind of cool because I think it was him and Erickson, and Erickson just laid it off for him. Then he just rifled a shot and. Right through the wall. And he had, a, he had a, <laughs> the side of the wall. And it, hey, it scored. <laughs> yeah, true. And he had a fucking sweet volley, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. His other two goals were pretty nice. Yeah, Tottenham's not looking bad. And I, if anything, I think it might do him good to not be in the Europa League for, you know, what what it's worth. Um, focus on the Champions League and the, uh, on the EPL and kind of, like, try to but hold but, on to that spot. But with Kane's hat trick, he jumped uh, to the top of the scoring leaderboard too. He's tied oh, nice. with seven on seventeen goals with Sanchez and Costa. Uh, Costa, no, yeah, or Ibra. No. no, Lukaku, I think. Oh, seriously? Ibra's at fifteen, I think. But Ibra go. has a goal Looks as a game in hand. <laughs> I think it I sounds guess, like heresy to me. I think it's Sanchez, uh, Kane, Sanchez, and Lukaku. Costa. No. Oh, it's Costa. Yeah, Sanchez, Costa, Ibra. Wait, I don't even see Harry Kane. Is it, well, then you're looking at a not updated list. Okay, let's see. I'm going to BBC. Is it 17 goals? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Sanchez, Kane, Lukaku, Diego Costa, Slatan. 
And then they're, they're not all Defoe. tied to the lead. They're just that's descending. Isn't, yeah. that, isn't that like the weirdest thing? Defoe still like a, in the top. But so, like, but so <laughs> they, scored, they have like twenty goals scored as a team, and he has but, four. But so, <laughs> yeah. but so, but so, Kane missed four games. So look, if you're on BBC, look at minutes per goal on those guys. Because uh, Fernando, that's enough. Uh, yeah, I don't care about that. No, 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 no. <laughs> Fernando, There's a tell hundred, him. A hundred, <laughs> 106 minutes per goal. For Kane? For Kane. And Lukaku is like 129. Costa is 133. Like, not even close, yeah. Yeah, which it's is... really good, yeah. Kane's... I know Zlatan's is not that great because he's played like every What's single interesting is... And Kane's going to fucking feast on the minnows <laughs> in the like, next two months. That's great because... Uh, I mean, good for you guys because it'll jack up his price before we buy him. He gets a lot <laughs> more shots on goal. He lets a, a lot more shots on goal than uh, any of the other top five. Who does? Um, oh, no, that's uh, Sanchez, actually. So Sanchez gets 64 shots. Fifty-eight percent of those are on target. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. But like Kane, Lukaku, Sanchez has the most Costa. assists. I'm pretty sure of those guys. Eight like, assists by a lot. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like double, pretty much. But like here's here's another interesting thing. Zlatan is uh, so the efficient. player. No, he's oh, not. <laughs> I was just hoping it's quite the saying. opposite. Actually, like he's the one that takes the most shots. So Zlatan has like 15 goals. Jermaine Defoe, who's right under him, has 14 goals. Zlatan has taken 76 shots on goal. Good man. Jermaine Defoe has taken 37. Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> He's efficient. He's unbelievably efficient. For Sunderland too. I mean, like that's that's like that's really good. That's almost I like mean, that's actually like of the shots you've taken are having goals. Right, but a that's former, like sti- sti- that's it is statistically like unsustainable. <laughs> Like according to history, like you cannot convert like almost forty percent of the shots you take. Like it's just or shots on goal or whatever. It was right. it shots or shots on goal. So total shots. Total shots. Thirty seven. Yeah, you can't convert Shots on target twenty two. So he scored goals, 14, fourteen goals on twenty two shots. You can't sustain that. That's yeah. like Unless I mean, you're amazing. <laughs> I mean good for him. That's great. But that's not like the that's that's, a lot that's of above goals and beyond like Brem. any numbers in like I say Let's bring Jermaine Defoe to Minnesota United. I say <laughs> that would be awesome. Apparently, be he's, awesome. he's come to the MLS already. He's he played for Toronto. Yeah, back. that's true. <laughs> so I think bring he, him back, dude. I think he played for Toronto. and was like, get me the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> or Montreal, no, Toronto. Yeah. Well, it's less cold here. But so I think Kane. <laughs> We're actually further north than Toronto. People are always talking shit about Kane. I don't understand why, because all he's ever done is just scored a shit ton of goals. Also, wait, who actually talks shit about Kane? I've read a lot of shit talking about Kane. Oh. I don't know who I in your circles. I thought people generally really liked him. <laughs> well, they just say that he's like not like a true Rachel striker. has been talking yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, Harry Kane's a little bitch. <laughs> come play with my cats. Well, no, like, but since he's come in, people have been just like, no, he's like, like his first year, like scoring a lot of goals. People are just like, oh, he can't sustain it. He's not a true striker. And then his second year, they were still saying the same shit. <laughs> and then, like, his next year, he won the, like, Golden Boot, and they were still talking shit. <laughs> Crazy. And now he's, like, back in the running for Golden Boot. It's like, I All I want is Alexis Sanchez to not be the top scorer. Although I think, I do think yeah, that I Kane... The guy that pouts that much. Although one <laughs> knock against Kane that I think would be fair is that he did... I mean, he was kind of, like, feast or famine. Because one of the sets I read is that, like, over the past, like, two or three years, he's mm-hmm. also... He's had, like, five hat-tricks in the past two years. 
Wow. Which is the most of anybody in the Prem. Which, yeah, has probably come against Minnows. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but hey, whatever. Anyway, let's talk about goals. Champions League. All right. Yeah, fuck yes. Chelsea. Let's not talk about Chelsea. <laughs> They're not in the Champions League. That's a good exactly. segue. <laughs> uh, so first game, like first um, set of games for the round of 16 happened last week. Yeah. Uh, the most amazing thing happened. <laughs> PSG knocked the fuck out of Barcelona. Woo! 4-0. Uh, Spank that butt. We, the three of us here, have kind of a running Facebook chat. And basically all it was was, like, PSG scored again. What the fuck is going on? Like, um, yeah, it was kind of like, PSG just scored. Woohoo! And it was like, <laughs> yeah, whatever. We'll see what happens. And, and, all of a sudden, and more, second and goal. Woohoo! No! What the fuck is going on? Yeah. And the <laughs> scoreline could mean anything, but I think that like the like crazy thing is just how ridiculously awful Barcelona looked for, like, the whole game. Oh my god, so bad. Like in every phase of the game, they just looked awful. Like they could not have given fewer shits about being there. But but I have to give it to PSG because like PSG, PSG looked like great, cre- but like Barcelona exactly. looked awful. The reason why Barcelona looked awful was because PSG looked amazing. See, I have to. I mean, yeah, Rabio. That's, that's obviously very Rabio extent. Verratti but, had incredible yeah, games, but they were completely. There were highlights where like. Barcelona defenders clearly were just like yeah, pretending yeah. to track back. Yeah. <laughs> like there was uh, Iniesta. There was a goal where Draxler, mm-hmm. when Draxler yep. scored the second yeah, yeah. goal, uh, the guy that lays it off to Draxler is running with the ball for forty yards. Iniesta literally puts his hand on the guy <laughs> as he starts to run away, and then just stops running and l- yeah. watches him go. It was like, or Messi loses the ball and just like oh, Messi had a really tough stands game. Stands there. He recorded yeah. his, like, fewest kilometers covered in, right. like, five years, right. which is a little bit misleading because Messi's job is not to cover distance. It's to, like, produce but genius the thing is like, It could be, it could be totally like, unrelated, but they never looked that good when they had Ibra in the Champions League. No, they didn't. Like, they never looked. No. They, they look like more of a team now. Yeah. And fucking Di Maria was incredible. Yeah. Incredible. I mean, the free kick goal that he scored was amazing. And he's all over the place. I feel like, in a way, like they've it always been helped PSG to lose Ibra. Because they were always so frustrating to watch in the Champions League when right. they had Ibra. And they also got Draxler, who's like an incredible talent. Yeah. I mean, when Cavani can actually convert shots, he's also like a world-class yeah. attacker. And I think, I think, you know, I think uh, which watching is the like two percent of the time. Yeah, like <laughs> you, one game in forty, he's like. By the way, I'm really fucking good at I this. I think game. watching the Champions League the past like three or four years or whatever, I think Verratti's been my favorite player to watch in the it's, Champions he's League. He's amazing. He's like my maybe he's like one of my favorite players. And Rabio, Rabio, Rabio is like the perfect partner for him. They're yeah. both like fast, strong. They put pressure, and they like really uh, they know how to time tackles. Their like, th- their defensive midfield is really strong this year, and that is going to be key for like stopping teams like Barcelona. I can't believe people don't talk about Verratti more. I know, I he's, know. I, I think I he's incredible. He is amazing. He's for for sure right now one of the top players in that position. Yeah, I I think he has been for the past several years. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, <laughs> and nobody ever talks about him. Nobody's ever trying to That's sign so him. That's so true. Mm-hmm. But he's he's awesome. <laughs> he is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't a f- very fun game if you're someone that roots for Barcelona. <laughs> yeah, but and it was a very fun just, game for me. It's just thrown <laughs> shit. I casually root for Barcelona, but I'm fine with PSG beating them too. <laughs> it's also just like thrown shit into chaos for Barcelona. Like, yeah. So like, oh, who are we? What? Are, wh- where are we? Right. 
Which I feel I feel like was the the reason why Luis Enrique announced what he announced today. Yeah, I mean, I think going into the season there was already a lot of talk. You know, like uh, what's how long is he going to be here? What's his role? Like where what what direction is Barcelona trending in? I mean, because they're one of these clubs that like they won the league last year, but it was like it was sort of a late season collapse. They won by a point in the last day. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, and Real Madrid won the Champions League, so right. that makes. And for that Barcelona, it it's not nothing. enough to just, like, win. You have to, like... You have to win more than Real Madrid. That's what matters. You, you do have to win more than Real Madrid, but even then, like, when you win, it has to be, like, oh, we're so good, we can just play, like, pretty soccer. Right. It's not... Right. You can't just grind... Like, what Chelsea's doing, but grinding out, like, 1-0, 2-0 victories, it's not enough. Yeah. You'd yeah. have to, like... Play Chelsea's not necessarily time. doing that either, though. There's Chelsea's also, scoring goals. But, so. yeah. Beyond that, it's just like is it is it is it kind of like the demise style. of that generation too? Like, I mean, like if you think about, it, they're all kind of getting old. I mean, yeah, I, I think I think there's, I saw there's, a stat the other day that Barcelona has spent like 250 million pounds looking, well, looking for a Xavi think, level replacement right. for Xavi, and they right. haven't found it yet. No, Rakitic is having a huge down year. Yeah, um, and he was never like. Well, not even comparable to Shabby. No, no, no. But like they were. He was taught, a solid player, but he, like he had a great year two years ago, and it was ama- Like it was like okay, like he's not. But well, one of the biggest problems for sure is Dani Alves leaving, and Danny then they, Alves for and sure. And then they tried to move Sergio Roberto back into right back, who was like not even close. No, and yeah. he's and he's he was definitely responsible for a lot of the shit that happened in that right. game. Right, and in like, in, t- in like a four three three like Barcelona has traditionally played. You you need your wing backs to overlap and apply attacking yeah. pressure on the outside. Well, but and that's he's not, not he's not a, he's not a Dani Alves level replacement. No, but 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 like going forward, I don't think it's Sergio Roberto's problem. He's just a defensive liability. Like he can't right. defend people. Well, he can't do. Well, he it, can't do both. Like he can't he can't apply the like he can't cover on defense and then go storm forwards. He just sort of like does one and gets lost in the other. And I think the other thing is like they've been lacking on uh, bringing up the players, Spanish players from their like youth teams because like the other time, the other, yeah, the other, the other day I saw this um, team that they were starting. I think it was on La Liga and they had no Spanish players on the roster. Well, and I think there is a chance that in 10 years we look back at this generation of Barcelona players the same way we look at the like what they call in Manchester the class of ninety two, right? Which is uh, like this kind of golden generation of players produced from the youth academy that form the core of like a very successful. That team. was the key of everything. Like yeah. I mean, like let's, the whole let's, mid let's, let's kind of talk about it. Like Puyol, Barcelona guy, uh, uh, PK, Busquets, Xavi, Iniesta. I mean, they're I mean, all Messi and came of course Messi, Messi. Yeah. David Villa. What was that? Of course, Messi. Messi's Messi, of course. David Villa. Yeah. I mean, the, David Villa wasn't La Masia. I mean, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying I wasn't. I wasn't uh, naming La Masia, but like, I was naming Spanish players. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's just there's a lot to be said for people that like have grown up together, have played together from the time they came into the league. Right. Um, it's great. I mean, a lot of those guys when they first entered were relatively like unheralded, mm-hmm. um, because there was like a very strong class of players above them. Uh, but, like, the the generation that brought, like, the, like, 07 to 12, 13 uh, Barcelona players all sort of came as a group and are now sort of exiting as a group. Yeah, they are. Um, and th- that's the thing, like, there are no replacements, especially not, like, because, I mean, okay, like, I know that Barcelona is, like, a world 
kind of like well, club. and they've and they've you let know, their like, players go that have come up too, like yeah. Tiago Alcantara, and Alexis right. Sanchez. Yeah, yeah, Tiago Alcantara, yeah. right? That's right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I I don't know where this is going, but I yeah. know like the other the other part about it is like when these players are getting older, it's hard to bench them. How do you bench like yeah, right. your you PKs? Which is your, which is why they couldn't keep Tiago Alcantara. But like, think right. if they had. And like, right. yeah, exactly. And then like, I guess him into the Busquets lineup. is not what he used to be. And, but and look at that team. Like, when are we ever going to see a midfield three come up together that are as good as Busquets, Iniesta, and Xavi? Like, right, and Messi because technically, Messi, even though like, yeah, right. we're, but like, we're he's more Spanish, of a winger but, like, attacker. But, but like, they were they, they came out together. Right? Yeah, I mean, like that that is a. F- a phenomenal like once in a generation collection of talent playing together for and you know most they have the talent careers. still in the Masi because it's still like one of the like most regarded youth academies I mean Barcelona so. B is still like yeah hugely successful yeah that's true um I mean yeah, god wild. forbid but like I think if they if they got like Pochettino from Tottenham right like I think he would be like a I do think it's underestimated how much dysfunction there is <laughs> behind the scenes in Barcelona right now. Yeah. Uh, there's a there's lot of... a lot of criticism of former presidents. Of the former like president. I think Pochettino said he would never coach Barcelona. Yeah, he but, said But, like, I think he would be an yeah. incredible coach for Barcelona if he would go there because... I think Klopp would be more well, out the... Well, the, if we want to talk about this, they actually have odds on who's likely to be the next manager. Uh-huh. Right now, the highest odds are Jorge Sampioli. Oh wow! Seriously, uh, three to one odds to be the next manager. Uh, after that, it, I don't, I'm not even familiar with this guy, but Ernesto Valverde. Um, I think it's Spaniard. I think is he the guy that's coaching Valencia now? Yeah, I think that sounds right. Okay, but then the next three are all kind of ridiculous and unlikely. Wenger, at five to one. Nah. Ronald Koeman, fifteen to two. And Laurent nah. Blanc at eleven to one. You're not nah. going to see any of these guys coach Barcelona. Sampaoli I, is right up. Sampaoli, I think, is the guy that's going to uh, replace Enrique. And it's like it's very similar, like to Guardiola in terms of the high pressure, um, you know, possession kind of thing. I mean, like if they get him, that that would be kind of ideal for the usual Barcelona kind of like yeah. style. That I we've just seen. I hope they the panache. I hope they they settle sort of the like. The shit at the president level, the mm-hmm. the uh, youth academy, like the the B coach, the youth development coordinator type guys. Yeah, I get that all in line. Yeah, yeah. But, um, also, like, yeah, I don't think they should give up on this idea of cultivating their youth players and introducing them into the first team action. Like, you can't just, I don't know, you can never right because right now who's like who's like a young player that's been like kind of like coming up now like besides Denis Suarez I don't think there's anyone else that I can think of like that that can like feel like you can feel like it's promising um I can't think of anyone from their you know nobody that I've seen play anyway but not that I watch every game by any means but yeah, so hopefully they give people some time. Right. And, and they they got Turan, Arda Turan, to kind of like replace Xavi, and that didn't really work out either. It's been kind of like on and off. So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, they got pummeled. <laughs> they got pummeled 4-0. Not good. Right. Good for PSG. I don't really good real games though in the in the whole like uh, first yeah, round. Yeah. Uh, Real Madrid beat Napoli three to one. Bayern Munich kicked the living shit out of Arsenal, which. Oh yep. my God! It's the round of sixteen, so I'm just really surprised <laughs> there. Uh, 
This is that's Arsenal's, pretty settled. Arsenal's yearly exit from the Champions yeah. League is coming now. Uh, I mean, also like unlucky for them to get Bayern yeah. Munich in the round sixteen. Um, but Arsenal and, and it uh, should be mentioned that they are in the Champions League. <laughs> Ouch. I'm just gonna take a drink. <laughs> Benfica Dortmund was uh, also apparently a really good game, and Benfica won one zero at home. Uh, that should be that should be a really good. Like, oh, wait, what was the other game that was going at the same time as PSG? Barcelona, that was like another huge scoring game. Uh, no. Man City, Monaco? No, no, no. Because Man City, Monaco 5 3 happened at the same time as Atletico Bayern. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, that's what I was thinking of. I was going to say, so in one day, there were 14 goals yeah. scored in two games. Man City, Monaco was crazy. I watched that yeah. game and it was unbelievable. I was Yeah, I mean, the, the, both those games were just insane. Yeah. <laughs> I was torn because Monaco, I was. Basically ousted Tottenham out of the Champions League. So right. like, <laughs> fuck Monaco, but it was also like, oh, but I also don't like. Final Monaco like, beating. City, I really, like, I love fuck Man City. I love Falcao, and Falcao was is is back and scoring again. And he's doing like amazing things, and like he scored a fucking beautiful goal. Also missed the PK, but who cares? <laughs> it was a crazy game. Five three leaves it kind what of open, it like? considering like considering the style of play. Considering the start of play that uh, uh, both teams ha- have, I think, like, and the amount of goals that we got in the first game, I think this is wide open, even though, like, you know, Guardiola, um, uh, Guardiola City will p- probably have the upper hand for the for the second game with two goals in, a, in advantage. But, like, you know, they're playing Monaco. Yeah. Monaco if Monaco scores two... I mean, yeah, that's the thing. If there's any they team have that's the capable way- of winning, like, 3-1... Monaco's one of those teams. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it'll be. I'll, I'll definitely watch that game. Especially mm-hmm. showing the promise that they've had with Falcao firing, you know. Yeah. Like they've got the. They can score some goals and. They they definitely can, exactly. And they've got those away goals. Three away goals is a lot of fucking away right. goals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I think like uh, then the other two games were Porto Juventus and Sevilla. Leicester, Porto was beaten by Juventus at home. So like uh, in Portugal. And then Sevilla won at home against Leicester 2 to 1. Which leaves Lester it kind of open. Goal, so. Right, exactly. So I think the other ones, the, uh, do you think PSG, Barcelona is still open? I mean, it requires a lot of faith in Barcelona to think it's still open. It I mean, does. And I also, think, I think it's, think about, it's, it's for sure a long shot, but I'd say like it's, yeah, it's still open. It's Barcelona, right, right. Yeah, so like they're going to be in the Camp Nou, they've right. got However, MSN. Any like, other team, I'd say absolutely not. The one or thing, exactly. Maybe Madrid, I would not. I would say, I would say like if there wasn't the away goal thing, I would say it's still open. If PSG gets one goal in, it's over. Yeah, then it's over. But I will, but the thing is, like Barcelona could still score six goals. <laughs> like that's that's, uh, that's yeah, not. Yeah, I guess that's true. That's not point, against the. I don't know. At some point, I, even for Barcelona, it's, it's, it's like a huge long on. shot. It's a huge long shot. It's a huge long shot, but, but it's also, still open for sure. You don't generally sure. score six open. goals against a team that just beat you four to zero. Like, and the thing is, I don't see I don't see PSG underperforming defensively, especially yeah. with like Verratti and Rabiot. I mean, like they just have such a solid and Thiago team. Silva. Thiago like, Silva is probably going to be back by then. If you go in and you're like, hey. We're not letting in four goals. Exactly. They're a team that's good enough to s- not let in four goals. Yeah. Like it's yeah. But still. And they have enough talent and speed to kind of counterattack smart. I think that's over. In my opinion, that's over. I think it's over too, but yeah. I hope I hope that, like, I mean, for it, for the sake of, like, a great game, it would be awesome if Barcelona scores three goals in the first half. Oh, shit. And then just, like, no, shit two, goes nuts. Two. Three, <laughs> no, three goals in the first half would I mean, be. I want to see five. But, uh, <laughs> no, but like, because that could happen. Three goals in the first half, and Jeez, then I don't know. I mean, you're asking for four. I mean, it goals could happen. Yeah, I mean. it could, yeah. It's. I mean, we're talking about crazy odds. Here. Yeah, yeah. 
So. That could happen for sure. And especially at Camp New. I mean, yeah, it could happen potentially. Odds are that it won't happen. No. Yeah. But um, but I'm just saying, let's hope. Again. Yeah. <laughs> no. And like, I, I don't. I don't even. I don't even care. If, I don't even care if they. I don't even care if they win. But like, I still want to see them score three goals in the first half. I would like. Okay, so I'm a fan of good games. I would want to see two goals in the first half. To make it interesting, and then I want to see one goal by PSG at the thirtieth of the second half. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, all right, I'm, or, or, I'm done okay. breathing no, hard. Just three goals, three goals. Okay, I'll take the three goals over in the first half, but then PSG scores one at the beginning of the second half. So they have to score three more. Yeah, wouldn't that be awesome? That'd be awesome, yeah. I would like that. It, I, think the, I think the three, for the sake of watching an awesome game, I think three goals in the first half would be ideal. As long as PSG scores the first one, the first, a, a goal right at the start of the second half. I, I would, would just that. love to see the... Uh, <laughs> See the news headlines of somehow Barcelona <laughs> advances, just like how it goes from like, oh my God, PSG is so good to like, oh right, PSG totally <laughs> overrated and collapsed. Yeah. I mean, because PSG, well, whatever. Uh, they've been in some really great games in the Champions League over the last few years. Yeah. The, the way they beat Chelsea was that last year, uh, with a header from Thiago oh, Silva. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, was Cav- just didn't Cavani like, score a goal in that game too? There. Yeah, yeah. Was the it, rare yeah, Cavani? Cavani. <laughs> was the header from Silva or Luis? I think it was Luis. It was Luis and against Chelsea. Wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just like yeah. so sweet, <laughs> so sweet to watch. I like the I like the uh, Barcelona PSG game from last year where Messi uh, destroyed Luis. Yeah, no, Su- Suarez destroyed Luis. Oh, Suarez. Oh, Suarez, yeah, yeah, Suarez yeah, yeah, right. had because Messi destroyed Bayern uh-huh, Munich. Yeah. Suarez in the same game Meg. Louise twice and then yeah. scored. <laughs> oh, so bad. In the she same game. That's he had two yeah, mags of Louise that led to goals by him. <laughs> Solo <laughs> goals by Louise. Or by Suarez. By Luis yeah. Suarez. That's why I said Louise. <laughs> we got it. Benfica Dortmund will be a great game to watch. So that's not done but at all. That will be interesting. Any predictions there? Um... I don't know. I always like Dortmund. Uh, I would like to point out that this week, though, uh, Mario Goetz's career might be over. Oh, I heard that. He, like um, uh, some kind of genetic. He was diagnosed. Problem, right? uh, oh, so he's been struggling with like basically undiagnosed issues off and on for months. They finally, in the last week, um, came out and said it's some sort of metabolic issue. Yeah. And then they came out like today or yesterday and said it's called like. It's basically a, a a thyroid condition. Oh shit! shit. And it's affecting how that's his what Ronaldo. Body... That's what Ronaldo had. Fat Ronaldo. Yeah, it's slightly different condition. This one like um causes like uh, tremors in his muscles and shit. Oh fuck! Um and like really affects his his it affects his energy levels. Right. So he doesn't have the same energy as before. So this guy's twenty four years old. Damn. That's it's a fucking shame. It's like two and a half years removed from scoring the winning goal in the World Cup final. Right. It was like one of the bright stars in world football. Yeah. Really left Dortmund to go to Munich. Had really struggled towards the end of his time there. Came back to Dortmund and has only continued to struggle. Well, he always struggled for time at Munich too. Yeah. yeah. Quite sucked to see but like we're basically like place. watching well, like sure a real talent too. like detonate. And like it turns out that... So there's no treatment for this? There is, but it's all very hard to predict how it, aff- oh. you know, it's how it'll affect a professional athlete. Right, like we don't, like so, he, his life is not ruined, but not like he could go on living just fine. But like, yeah, you know, like performing at that kind of physical level, perform as a, it's really unpredictable. Yeah, I mean, medicine's getting better every day, but we don't know. So 
that's he it's he's not been getting regular first minutes at Dortmund. I'm still waiting for the medical words to tell me why I didn't make it big, but (laughs) I'm waiting for my thyroid results. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Real Madrid, Real Madrid, Napoli is uh, still open. I think Madrid's going to put them away. I, mean, I think so too. However, Napoli is a good team, and they they're like is. very, very offensively. But strong. wasn't that three one? I think like this is one of the te- like uh, Napoli's uh, record teams in terms of, of goal scoring or something. That's what I heard. Like even after losing you power. Going? Yeah. Well, all right. So um, they're like a very exciting kind of like offense. Yeah, I. So I mean, Bale's back from injury. Yeah, dude, but like, I really uh, just don't Real Madrid's, see Madrid Real Madrid's defense is struggling hard. Um, they just allowed three goals to Las Palmas, a couple of goals to La Valencia. Like it's not they're 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 struggling hard. If you, so I, mean, yeah, um, I think I I of course as a fan, I'm rooting for Madrid, and I hope that it's all like gonna be fine. But a goal from Napoli in the first half could put like everyone. Where's this game? In Italy, like they won three oh, one at home. So Napoli got the away goal. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm saying, like, you know, yeah, most likely Remedy will, you know, uh, yeah. advance. But be careful, Napoli is a. a I think that would be game. like a huge shock. Yeah, yeah, huge it would. shock. It would be obviously okay. So Bayern Munich Arsenal, that's over. That's over. You're not hundred percent. There's yeah. no way. There's no. There's yeah. no. Way. That's like you know how we said kind of like Barcelona could happen. Yeah. This uh, can, this can't happen. This can't happen. Yeah, Arsenal's happen. done. Yeah. Um, Ozil struggling. Sanchez has already got one foot out the door. Yeah. Um. And then it's just classic fucking Arsenal. Yeah. Like <laughs> they don't have the track record, which would inspire any belief. Yeah. Bayern Atletico Madrid over. Uh, Atletico won four, four to two, two away I mean, though. Oh, so shit. now they're playing. Yeah, it's home. over. It's over. In the Calderon. Yeah. Isn't this? Hey, isn't the Calderon done after this year? They're moving to a new stadium. Oh, seriously? I didn't know. I that. thought that's what. It, uh, I heard that uh, the start of the seventeen eighteen season. There's a it's new an stadium. old stadium, so it would make yeah. sense that there would be. Um, so I think if that's an away win, four yeah. to two. Sorry, Leverkusen, <laughs> you're not coming back from that. Yeah. So this is not coming up. Oh, and Sevilla lesser, which is wide open. Sevilla won two to one. But like yeah. with whole Ranieri firing, I don't know what will happen. Who knows? It's so hard to. Uh, predict however my my thing was even like before we started the season is that they were going to put all the eggs on the champions league basket and that's kind of like how it's been going so yeah. if if there's any chance of seeing the lesser that we saw last year it's going to be in this game yeah so what about uh well we talked a little bit but city monaco last impression that's not over yeah no i yeah, don't think so that's either. not over we'll see uh, how that goes and like great. this is not happening this week but will happen next week so Tuesday, uh, well, Mar- well, Tuesday, March seventh. So next, yeah, before next before Tuesday. we pot again, there yeah. will be one round of Champions League. Actually, there'll be two days worth because we'll probably pod Wednesday night. Yeah, and so we got so we'll talk about the results. So, alright, guys, let's speed this up. We quick touch on La Liga because we have to because Las Mighty Las Palmas <laughs> in form again. Why, why don't you intro that for us, Abe? All right, so there was some excitement in La Liga uh, <laughs> this week. Uh, Barcelona was. Or were they one point behind? Well, the thing is, like, Real Madrid has some games in hand. They have one well, game, one in, game hand. in hand. Right. Um, but, uh, and so they had the chance to jump ahead today before <laughs> Madrid played. They did. They stomped the shit out of... Uh, yeah, they did. Whoever they played, 6-1. to one. Uh, Lots of goals. Fun to watch. And then... Fernando, well, why don't you tell us what happened? I don't want to. <laughs> so, so basically, Real Madrid, technically, right now, Real Madrid, uh, Barcelona is on top of the table. 
for now. Yeah, by one point. But hey, before we get to that, let's talk about Real Madrid. They, after Barcelona put on a clinic of <laughs> beautiful football, <laughs> then Real Madrid yeah, Real fumbled Madrid against fumbled. the mighty, mighty Las Palmas. It is the mighty Las Palmas. God damn it, Las Palmas. <laughs> yeah. You did it again. <laughs> <laughs> always, the, always the pod favorite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, basically Real Madrid sal- salvaged a point today because they were down 3-1. to one. Bale got a red card on the 46th minute. And like, um, if you've been following uh, the B- Bale's comeback, he came back strong. He was like looking really good. So I feel like that would have been a game changer. That was probably a game changer, losing Bale in the beginning of the second half. Um, but like, you know, at least salvage the point, um, uh, Real Madrid still has a game in hand, which means they're, they're still, um, kind of dependent on their own, like they, they kind of hold their future in their hands and, uh, um, you know, winning the game in hand would put them two points ahead of Barcelona, which would be, be huge. Especially because they still have uh, the Clásico uh, coming up in the I feel like on our last pod, you declared the league for Real already. You said they're not dropping points. I didn't declare. <laughs> I didn't declare yet. I, I, th- I thought I didn't see it. too much of a pussy to declare. <laughs> no, no, but, but you did You did it as close to declaring as you could. You were like, they're not going to drop. This is La Liga. It's not the Prem. You are like, they're not going to drop points. That's true. That's true. But uh, And here they're uh, dropping points. They're dropping and they points. almost dropped points last weekend, too. Well, they dropped points with Valencia last week. That, that was uh, the other game that they had in hand. Oh yeah, yeah. They they lost to Valencia, but Valencia has been looking amazing. So like, I mean, and they almost dropped points against Villarreal. They're looking. They did. They had to like Ramadan had a comeback of three goals. They like actually were down two zero and came back and won that game three two. Granted, but so you got to be worried. Probably a little the bit, best right? teams in the Liga. I mean, not Las Palmas, but like Las Palmas is kind of mighty sometimes. I mean, even though like mighty Las Palmas, it, it, it that's really what is. That yeah. is our pod name for them, <laughs> Mighty Las Palmas. <laughs> so, um, it's it's time to buckle up, really. Like Real Madrid needs to kind of like get serious and like get the show like. Plus, that that's three flimsy looking games. Shit together. Well, there is a uh, epic, epic. El Clasico in the making. Right. You know? I mean, like, by the end of April, they have to play Barcelona. And that will, I, f- I have a feeling that from now on, Barcelona will put the pressure up because they're going to be out of the Champions League, most likely. Yeah, uh, that's true. They, they'll be able to focus on the league. Basically, to avoid disaster, they have right, to win the league. Right, right, right. At the same time, what kind of blow will that be on Barcelona? We'll see. Um, uh, so, I'm going to propose, guys, that we take our usual bets, but we don't do them now. We post them on the Nuts and Megs Facebook page. Uh, you don't want to make bets right now? I'm just saying we're looking at an hour and 20 minutes already. Well, uh, let's make a quick a quick thing. All right. Well, well, first let's okay. touch on. Should we touch on Ligoon? Really quick. Really quick. All right, Abe, we don't. We don't. We don't know much about it, but it seems really exciting. <laughs> Abe, go for it. It's Monaco, PSG, and uh, Nice. Nice are all are all fighting. Also. It looks like Leon. I mean, Leon's still up there too, but they're not going to catch those three. Right. Yeah. The the interesting fact about Ligon is that like uh, the six times in history that a team has had fifty nine plus points at this stage of the game, uh, the uh, um, uh, after like twenty seven games, that team was crowned uh, the champion. And this year, those three teams have more than fifty nine points. Yeah. So <laughs> it's a uh, it's a really interesting battle. So um, yeah, we'll definitely keep an eye on it. And it's and it's just fun to see since we're so used to PSG just dominating the league without yeah. like any peers. So, so bets. 
Uh, Anyone want to bet on Napoli Real Madrid? All right, are we betting to advance or on the outcome of that particular game? What do you want to bet? I I don't think Napoli's going to advance. So if we're going to bet, I know you're <laughs> betting Madrid, so I'd bet on the outcome of that game. So you think Napoli wins that game? No, no, no. Well, fuck, no, I don't. I bet the, <laughs> I bet it's another I would bet if I had to say I bet it's another 2-1 Madrid Napoli victory. But so Napoli wins? No, no, no. I mean uh, Madrid victory. Oh, then I'm the, the, that's the same. Like, that's, that? that's what I think is going to happen. I'm not betting on Napoli. <laughs> Will you give me the draw on the result of the game? It's in Napoli. It's in Italy. Yeah. No. <laughs> then I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who's okay? Let's. Oh, okay. Let, this is a bet. Sevilla Leicester. Okay. I'm obviously taking Sevilla. Um, I'll take Leicester. Wait, but wait, we got to establish again First result game. of the game. No, no, no. This, this, this could be. This is too advanced. Uh, this is too advanced. But yeah. hold on, this, this game isn't for like two weeks. Oh, that's right. We can make that bet. Oh, yeah, okay, let's, so let's so not league, let's not bet in bets. Champions League. Yeah, let's not let's not play in Champions League because that's in two weeks. That's right. We can no, no, bet but on that. so we do have two games before this week is out or before our next pod. Or we have four games. We have Napoli, Madrid. We have Arsenal, Bayern, Munich. Oh, right, right. Okay. Uh, which, which, yeah, which right, no right, one's right. betting Arsenal, Bayern, Munich to advance. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then we also have Dortmund, Atletico, or Dortmund, Benfica, Benfica. Mm-hmm. And Barcelona, Barcelona PSG. PSG. Ooh. So, I would bet Dortmund. Does anyone want to bet Benfica? What was the result of the first game? I'll on take that? a beer. Uh, to advance, right? It's to advance. What kind of odds can I get on Barcelona? Ooh, okay. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. L- l- first, let's let's, let's, yeah, let's settle. Sh- shut up. You're one beer. <laughs> I'll take. I'll take Benfica to advance. All right. One beer. One v one. Yeah. And then. Well, you can't draw, so it's advanced. Right, exactly. To advance. Okay. I need some heavy odds on to you take Barcelona. Some, you need some massive odds. I know it's coming from Fernando. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody. What kind of odds? It's got to be 3 to 1 or 4 to 1. Four, it's got to be 4 to 1. So, wait. No, no. So, if you... Okay. If if PSG... For advan- advancing. Advances. I get three beers. If Barcelona advances, no. you get a 12-pack. No, it's got to be... <laughs> That's four to one. Yeah. You want a four to Let's one. Let's go two to, two to eight. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take two to eight. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. I like that. All right. <laughs> yeah, I'm not touching that bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, right. I'm going to be giving you a few beers. <laughs> Maybe. So then Probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, if Barcelona wins, I always that's like taking the... I'm giving you the odds. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Napoli, Real Madrid. Well, I, I'm not going to bet against Real Madrid. Uh, what, <laughs> do we, what do we got for league? Yeah, I'm not betting on that one. So, in La Liga... Uh, we, um, well, well, in the EPL, we have Arsenal-Liverpool. I'll take Liverpool. I also want Liverpool. I'll take Arsenal. Is it at Arsenal? Um, I won't. I won't. Liverpool's my second team, mm. so I won't bet against Liverpool. That's a really terrible choice for second team. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. 
All right, welcome, <laughs> welcome to the blank air, the dead air. We're looking up uh, who's hosting <laughs> Arsenal v Liverpool. Was last week uh, the Spurs games, was was that at Tottenham, the 4-0? Uh, I can't remember. I think so. Okay, I think it's at, it's, oh, I think it's in uh, Anfield. <laughs> well, let's just do draws a wash, regardless. It's at it's at Anfield. Yeah. All right, draw is a wash. Wait, no, it's not. Oh no, no, yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, okay. and then uh, so, Fernando. Two uh, beers. Draw is a wash. You're not gonna give me the draw. No. I think you should give me the draw. Arsenal's no. ahead of Liverpool in the table. Liverpool's in table. Yeah, but form. Liverpool, Liverpool's, Liverpool's record like ag- against the six top teams is the best. Mm. But Liverpool's won like one game this year. <laughs> Literally in 2017, they won like, one game. <laughs> 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 and unfortunately, it goes against Tottenham. <laughs> How many beers? Two, three. I, I, what about what about two all? If you win, you get four. Let's do three. If I lose, I have to pay for. Yeah, <laughs> Let's do three, yeah. three each. So I will. Do, okay. How about how about how about if we, if Liverpool wins, okay, you have to give us each two. If Arsenal wins, we have to between the two of us give you five. How did that work? So you and I would have to split. So he would get. It's basically. But how do we split one beer? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll come up with a way, Abe. It's a right, dollar. Well, Joe, you've got the three right. beers then. <laughs> you owed me the moon. I owe you from the True. moon, man. Yeah. <laughs> All right? We good? All right. Yeah, I, I, I kind of like that. Let's go, Arsenal. Fuck you. <laughs> we got anything else? There's Atletico Madrid Valencia in the Liga, but... I don't know who. Uh, that, that's an interesting game. Too though. risky. Too too volatile. Yeah. It's like betting the stock market. Yeah. <laughs> what about? Is it's like betting on what Trump's hey, next I'm, tweet I'm, is. I'm, hey, look I'm, up, I think I'm in every bet look up, so far. Look up, so yeah, Fernando, you're uh, heavily mortgaged. <laughs> look you up, might look lose up, your house if look you lose up, all these. Look, look up League Un real quick. See if any of those top three play each other. All right. They probably don't, but if they did, I feel like we'd have to get some beers down on that. League Un. Coming up is... Uh, not going to the latest week. All right. No, PSG's playing Nancy. <laughs> <laughs> I got beers on Nancy. <laughs> Monaco is playing Nantes. And Nice, where's Nice? Nice is playing Dijon. Ooh, they taste good. <laughs> subtle, subtle humor. Pardon me? <laughs> Do you have any Dijon? Um. Alrighty. Okay. Fuck Joe. Fuck me. Oh, fuck Joe. Guys, fuck if Atlanta. you're still listening, I am stunned. But uh, we appreciate it. Uh, again, go to our where, wherever the fuck you found this. I mean, every podcast is like, go to these I, uh, go to these applications and rate us well. Go to whatever application you, you're listening to this on. Subscribe. As well. Subscribe. It'd be cool if someone subscribed. Yes. Um, Do it. We would like that. And then, uh, yeah, tune in next week. We we'll have be back with some great news about Minnesota United winning the first yes. ever MLS game. Yes. Plus, Real Madrid qualifying to the second round, winning all the games. I was going to say, Real Madrid shitting the bed. <laughs> yeah, fuck Real Madrid. Uh, Barcelona <laughs> storming back to an 8-0 victory over PSG. <laughs> um, we'll see. And then, 
Yeah, we'll be back next Wednesday. We're done. We're done. We're done. (laughs) Goodbye, everybody. Thank you for listening. I think Barcelona wins 4-0. And then it goes to extra time. I was like, what is he doing? Fuck Joe. He's still still going. Dave's clearly intoxicated. (laughs) I'm hammered. (laughs) Fuck Joe. Did he do drive?